Hey everyone, welcome to the Case by Casey podcast. I'm your host, Jethro Casey, and if you're a new listener, this podcast is all about uncovering the secrets to success, one case at a time. I'll be interviewing amazing guests to try and understand what it means to win and succeed in life. If you want to go faster, you go alone, but if you want to go further, we go together. So join me on trying to figure out the secrets to success. Hey, what's up, everyone? Hope you're having an amazing day or night, whatever time you're listening. And today we're going to be talking about six ways to make people like you. I just finished rereading this book called How to Win Friends and Influence People. And it's one of my favorite books. So I decided to go through one of the, I guess, sections of the book. And with school coming back, I think it's a bit appropriate, you know, maybe some of you want to make some friends, maybe at work, you feel like you're a bit isolated, or maybe you just want more people to like you. So I'm just going to go over the principles. Principle one, becoming genuinely interested in other people. Principle two is smile. Principle three is remember that a person's name is to that person the sweetest and most important sound in any language. Principle four, be a good listener. Encourage others to talk about themselves. Principle five, talk talk in terms of the other person's interests. And principle six, make the other person feel important and do it sincerely. Before we get started, I just want to say this book was probably the biggest reason that I became the social person that I am today. Um, prior to college, I would not consider myself a social person. So this book definitely influenced my life quite a bit. So just a little quote, my popularity, my happiness and sense of worth depends to no small extent upon my skills in dealing with people. And I used to actually think that I didn't have a skill when I was starting the podcast. I was like, oh, what am I going to do? How am I going to be able to provide value and information to people? But I realized that I do have two skills and I think two really good skills. One is that I ask a lot of questions and I'm super curious. And two is that I think I'm actually good with dealing with people, but it's also a skill I developed. Principle one. Becoming genuinely interested in others. You can make more friends in two months by becoming genuinely interested in other people than you can in two years by trying to get other people interested in you. And I think this is a pretty common mistake, like very common mistake that a lot of people make when they're talking to people. What you have to realize is that people love to talk about themselves. Uh, the most used, I think, word in a conversation is I. People love talking about themselves. And of course, it's so easy to talk about yourself. It's also very, you're comfortable when you're talking about yourself as well. So if you want pe- if you want to, if you want people to like you, then you have to talk about other people and ask them questions about themselves. And this all starts by becoming genuinely interested in them. Because with that, without that real genuine feeling, one, some people are going to catch on and realize that you're just being fake and you don't really care. But two, the conversation just flows so much better when you're actually interested in what, your other, what the other person is saying. And becoming genuinely interested in people goes a long way in life. Uh, I can say with my first internship having this, happening this summer, 
and we actually have the opportunity to meet our CEO. And I was like super interested because I'm like, this is a CEO. I'm an intern. This doesn't really happen that often. And I think my enthusiasm to actually get to know who he was kind of rubbed off and it just showed, I think it shows a sense of ambition, a sense of likeliness, if that makes sense. Because if, if somebody's super interested in me, I'm like, oh, I might want to like this guy a little bit more or a girl. If you want to make friends, let's put ourselves out to do things for other people. Things that require energy, unselfishness, and thoughtfulness. So something that the book talks about, which I even want to implement more, is when you go up to like a cashier, somebody's taking your order somewhere at like a fast food restaurant, wherever you might be. Um, everybody has those name tags, but how many times do people actually call the person behind the register by their name? And I've done this personally. And when I say whatever the person's name is, you see like them actually like genuinely be surprised. So I think it's just very nice and having a little like, Hey, how are you? And then when they answer being like, yeah, I'm good. Like, I hope you're having a great day or something little small like that. It really goes a long way. Principle two, smile. People rarely succeed at anything unless they have fun doing it. People who smile tend to have, tend to manage, teach and sell more effectively and to raise happier children. There's far more inf information in a smile than a frown. That's why encouragement is much more effective. You must have a good time meeting people if you expect them to have a good time meeting you. And one of the easiest and I guess best things you can do to start right away is if you have trouble meeting people or having people liking you, is to just smile. There's a study that shows that the more you smile at other people, the more likely they are to give you a smile back. So whenever, whenever you're walking around, so you just see somebody, hey, good morning, and give them a little smile. Simple as that. Principle three, remember that a person's name is to that person the sweetest and most important sound in any language. This is something that I'm actually at fault of. I'm not the best person at remembering names, but I'm definitely getting better. And I've, I could talk about the negative side of this because I do recruitment for my fraternity at St. John's. And when I don't know somebody's name, it's like really terrible because it's a bad impression on myself. It's a bad impression on my fraternity, my organization. But even more so, it's just a bit rude. Like some people really get offended by it. And let's say you want to be the person who's the who's super likable very charismatic if you're forgetting people's names it seems as if you don't really care about that person so maybe that's not even the intent that you had but that's may that's how it may come off so remembering somebody's name and something that a technique that you can do to remember somebody's name is if you have trouble with something that i don't even do that i should start doing is say i come up to you and i say my name's john okay john uh john what do you like john likes basketball okay john basketball john where are you from john basketball brooklyn okay john basketball brooklyn so now next time when you see him you have these things associated with the person and not just the name itself principle four be a good listener encourage others to talk about themselves this is probably the most important thing that i've kind of developed in terms of the skill set and i think just a good listener is really appreciated. Everybody loves somebody who listens to them. 
and who encourages them to keep talking about themselves because it feels so good. It's like, oh, this person really cares about what I have to say. So uh, an easy way to do this is when you are talking to somebody, make sure you're listening is not just only with your ears, but with your whole body. Make sure when you're talking to somebody, you shift your body towards them. You give them good eye contact. You're nodding your head every once in a while so they know that you're listening, even if you're not saying anything, because a nod is a, a sign to continue. Like, I'm interested in what you're saying. And also, if you tilt your head to the left, it's a bit of like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. Like, that's uh, that's super interesting. While that airs a little bit more on the side of body language, being a good listener is not just with your ears, as I said. So if you aspire to be a good conversationalist, be an attentive listener. To be interesting, you need to be interested. Ask questions that other persons will enjoy answering. Encourage them to talk about themselves and their accomplishments. Especially if you're a college student and let's say your professor says something and you, you know, you want to get your professor to like you a bit more. Go to professor, professor, I really loved how this, how you did X, Y, and Z in this presentation or in this lecture. I'm really interested about it. And just that little compliment alone that, because think about how many people get their work, they do their work and it's unappreciated. Nobody tells them, hey, like, good job. You actually did something well. Like that little change could really just change the course of your whole semester. Maybe you given a paper late or you do come into class late. They're going to, people remember things like that. So principle five, talk in terms of the other person's interests. All leaders know that the royal road to a person's heart is to talk about the things he or she treasures the most. So let's say I meet somebody and we're online for Subway and I see that they have like a bunch of rings on and this is something I'll, I'll actually do. I'll be like, hey, like, hey, man, or hey, hey, girl, like, what's up? I'll be like, hey, what's up? I'll be like, yo, where'd you get all those rings from? And then boom, instantly into a conversation just like that. And it's really interesting because when you're not talking to somebody, it's kind of crazy because people look very bored and maybe even some people look sad. Like we mentioned before, a lot of people walk around with like a frown on their face, but just because somebody has a frown on their face or they look sad or they're not necessarily the happiest, happiest in the moment doesn't mean that you as being such a great and social person that you are, that you can't change that. So it's really easy if you just see something that looks a little different or unique to that person, talk about that, ask them a question and people are more than willing to talk about it. So it's really, it's really just that simple and people overcomplicate it. When proposing an idea or favor, don't immediately talk about what you want, but genuinely ask about what interests the other person. And this is very important because let's say I want something from somebody. So for example, when I'm doing, when I'm reaching out for interviews for the podcast, I don't talk about what I want. Like I want guests that are super amazing and could provide a great conversation. Well, of course that's what I want. What does the other person want? Cause I'm the one who wants them on my show. They don't want to be on my show necessarily. So what I need to do is appeal to what they want. And how I do that is one by doing a bit of research on who they are. And let's say this is more so in like a conversation aspect. Just like, uh, so I remember actually, so little story, I had a philosophy professor who loved bangs and he would just drink bang energy all the time. And 
one of the one of the kids in my class who I actually knew, he ended up just getting him a bang one day. But he did it like anonymous, anonymously and just put it on the table. And then he came to class and he was like, he's like, oh, wow, like who, who brought me this bang? And nobody really said anything. He's like, wow, whoever did that, that's really nice. And then he like let us out early that day. So just doing something super small like that, people appreciate that. So it goes a long way. And the last, last principle for, for this episode is principle six. Make the other person feel important and do it sincerely. Following this will bring countless friends and constant happiness. Always make the other person feel important. John Dewey said that the desire to be important is the deepest urge in human nature. And I believe this is true because everybody wants that sense of I'm valued, I'm important. And in the book, it talks about why people like to argue and how to avoid arguments. But a lot of people argue because if that's their time of importance because when you're in a heated argument your emotions are are being felt and that's when your opinion's being heard so you could say whatever you want so that urge of feeling important is really one of the strongest urge and think about it that's why you kind of that's partly why you go to school because you want to feel important maybe it's to your parents maybe it's to yourself and you just want to be that maybe you want to you're going to school to become a doctor and you want that sense of importance because when your doctor comes with the title, the recognition, the prestige. And the most important rule I can give you outside of these six principles is obey the golden rule and give on to others what we'd have others give on to us. Treat others as they would want to be treated. And the golden rule is so important in life in general, but especially socially, because it could just change a person's day. Think about the times when you were feeling sad and maybe not the best while you were just walking on campus or just on your day-to-day life and somebody did something that was super nice to you. Maybe somebody gave you a smile that brightened up your day. Maybe somebody held the door for you that brightened up your day. Doing things like that, giving those smiles. When you go up to a clerk or a receptionist or anything, having that little conversation saying, hey, how are you? And actually meaning it being genuinely interested in expecting an answer because what I've come to realize is that when you do these small acts of kindness, one, people appreciate that and they're going to, they're going to be nicer to you after. And you're going to get so much more out of people in terms of how much they're willing to help you. Cause when you help somebody, they immediately want to help you. So that's basically it for today's episode. I hope you learned something and go back into this new school year, uh, beginning of the semester for a lot of us and just work week for some of us. And I hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening to this episode of Case by Case. If you enjoyed this conversation, make sure to drop a like, follow, or rate on whatever platform you're listening on. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. So if you want to help others prepare for the path to success, Don't forget to share this episode on social media so we can reach success together.